I like that beat. <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to LifeCast. Wait, 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 wait. You say you like that beat. You can find that beat on SoundCloud at Sandman. S-O-S. That is S dot O dot S. <laughs> My husband's putting a plug in in there. We love the Lord. This is not even about beats or anything we're just here to talk about god but this is some of the fruit of what god is doing so we're excited anyway welcome to LifeCast. i'm denai sanders and i am steve sanders and we're here to share some awesome things about growing in relationship with god so we started out with the first couple of episodes just unveiling who god is and the whole godhead it says in genesis 1 26 let us make man so in the let us there has to be it's plural. So yeah. <laughs> we talked about who God is in that Godhead. Now we talk about who Jesus is yeah. in the Godhead. It is so awesome that we get an opportunity to just come together and share. And welcome if you're new to the podcast. And we'll just continue to share as God just gives us in this inspiration to share certain things. And we know that when the word of God is spoken, it's powerful. So it doesn't even matter whether you're in your car, you're cooking. I know I listen to a lot of the word when I'm cooking or I'm in the car driving. It's just a, it's just awesome to surround yourself with the word of God. Wait, wait. I just wanted to add to the, that word you said that's powerful and it's quicker and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Yes, it's really yes. sharp. It's a, it's a good word. And it says at the end of that uh, verse or a couple of verses, it says that then it, it really goes down and, 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 and divides bone and marrow, spirit and soul, and gets into the intention of the heart. And it really shows us what's going on within the heart. So we love the word because it's getting to help us to know who we are and continue to grow with this awesome God that we know. Yeah. Amen. So today we're going to talk about who is Jesus. But before we even do that, we need to know why Jesus was important, right? Yeah. That, we're talking important? about that second piece to the equation of that let us. Amen. Man. So God always had a plan. Elohim, the God with the many plural names, he always had a plan. So we see here in Genesis 3, we always hear people saying, I've heard other people say the great fall, you know, that's when things change for us. It's just a monumental time in history that that helps us to better understand how we are, how we are, and why we got here. And who we are. <laughs> and who we are. Exactly. So we've started off by talking about Adam. He's the first man that God created and how God intended it to be, right, in our last episode. And now we're going more deeper into uh, what then happened after that and and w where Jesus comes in. So in Genesis 3, it says, Now the serpent, you will start from one. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden? Question mark. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, ye shall not eat of, of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. Listen at that. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> 
and he is the father of lies. John 8, 44. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And wow. we'll just stop right there. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But so you we'll mean to stop. tell me I get to know good and evil? Oh, my goodness. I'd rather stay on the good side because we know from our last episode that God is good. He's yeah. good. He's the author of all things good because when he made creation, after everything he made, he said it was good. It was good. <laughs> He's a good father. Yes. <laughs> he never said it was evil. <laughs> never, ever, ever. Yes. He said it was good when he created it. So that just shows us right there what happened in our relationship with God. So, so far we've seen God create the heavens and the earth night and day and He's putting stars in the sky and he's creating man and giving dominion to man over the earth, right? He says, have dominion, authority over this earth. And he gives us that. And we're now in the Garden of Eden and man is communing with God. God made him a help meet and they're communing with God at the cool of the day. It's it's looking good. Wait, wait, wait. So God is just like, all of this is yours. All of this is yours. I'm giving all of this to you. This is yours. And you now have dominion over this stuff. Wow. Wow. That's awesome to know that God just gave Adam dominion. Dominion means that he gave him power over all the things, the fish of the earth, fish of the sea, which is awesome. Total rule over it. Yeah. Total rule over it. How awesome is that? And, and, we are in a good place in our relationship with God, right? Right there, yeah. Right now, we're in a good place until Genesis 3. Then this crafty, subtle serpent thing comes in. Slithering his way. Yes, yeah, slithering his way, telling lies, taking the word, because the word of God was in that. He knew what God had told them, so he's challenging them by deceiving them to say, hey, 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 did he really say that? <laughs> and, Wait a minute. You should not surely die. Listen to that, though. Wow. <laughs> that was lies, lies. And we fell for it. And um, that's when the fall happens. Because after that, we see Adam and Eve now, they went and sued themselves some fig leaves and, and covered themselves, right? And then it says they hid from God. Why were they hiding? And, I mean, think about all the things that came with eating from that tree that they disobeyed. And they did exactly the opposite of what God said. So if God is good and we do the opposite, what's the opposite of good? It's evil. So now evil enters and we're fallen. And a lot of people always ask, like, if God is so good, as we talked about in the last episode, who is God? Then why are all these bad things happening in this world? At this point in time, this is where evil entered in. It was through deception. So it, it wasn't. It wasn't that God allowed these things. It's just that these things happened because you had someone being very cunning, very crafty, and being very, de very deceptive. So, and knowing this, you know, that this relationship in line that God had with us, like, wow, this direct communication where he's just like spending time and creating this growing relationship. And now this is where the point, this relationship is severed. Yeah. It's severed. Because now this creation is no longer just like God. 
I'm sure it'll be weird, Steve, if if we're at home because Steve and I are married. For those who don't know, yeah. If we're home and all of a sudden after we've been married this long, I just go hide from you, and all of a sudden I put I hide everything from you. I don't want you to see me. I don't I don't want to commune with you. I'm I have shame. I have guilt. Wouldn't you worry? I'd be like, what type of game you playing? <laughs> But. That would be quite worrisome in a relationship if that happened. and that, But that is what happened. Now, all of a sudden, where they had vulnerability, love, just communion, it was broken. They were hiding. They were hiding their parts and just feeling so naked. What made them feel so naked, you know? And, and so we see that happen. But to know that, let us make man in our own image and likeness that... God already had a plan, even though we kind of lost it there for a second. It seemed like we lost it. That's what it seems like, because he's a deceiver. Anyways, Satan is a deceiver. But so for those who don't know, you know how when you have disappointment, you know, and that's disappointment is due to sin. Right. You know, um, but it's not your sin. It's just the initial sin. But you know how we have disappointment. It sometimes lead us to be like, wow, what did I miss it? What did I go wrong? So it's no longer connecting you or connecting you to the thing that you was trying to you was trying to receive. So because of that, you now feel like, oh, I can't do it. But at this point, this is where Adam and Eve is. Now I can't do it. So because of shame, because of guilt, because of all these different things, I'm now hiding because the disappointment of what I didn't do and how I didn't complete whatever I was supposed to do. Isn't that something? That is something. But God all along yeah. had a plan. And Steve talks about the unveiling of a character. Yeah. <laughs> we get to see it in John 1. But before we even go there, Isaiah 58 even gives a clear picture. Isaiah 53, I'm sorry, even gives a clear picture of w- what's to come. Who is this unveiled character? All right. Isaiah 53. If you got your Bible or if you're just sitting in your car you know, at lunchtime, wherever, or you at home in your your, your kickback lounger, or you just want to read the word and just have a joy of reading the word. This is where it is. Isaiah 53 goes as read. Who have have believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of the dry ground. And he have no form, no commonness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. And we hid as we're our faces from him. And he was despised and we esteemed him not. And surely he had bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. And yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. And he was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we are like sheep have gone astray, and we have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him, and Lord hath laid on him the iniquity, the iniquity of us all. And he was oppressed, he was afflicted, and yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shears. Is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and he shall declare his generation. And for he was cut off 
out of the land of the living, for the transgressions of my people was he stricken. And he he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, and he hath put on him to grief. And when thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, and he shall see his seed, and shall prolong his days, and the pleasures of the Lord shall be prosper in his hand. And therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bared the sin of many, and made intercessions for the transgressor. Amen. Amen. Isn't that something he went from going through to then making intercessions? Oh, man, it's awesome. That is so awesome. And I just love, I think, to just help just cover and help us to understand even that scripture. This is in Luke 19, 10. It says, for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Amen. And we think about that relationship that was lost. Now we're hiding. Now we feel naked. Now we have shame. Now there's sickness. Because of sin, there's now sickness and uh, disease and death and um, disappointment. All these things are coming about. Selfishness. They come about, but Jesus came to save that which was lost. And you think about all the things that he went through, what I just read, which was prophesied 400 years before he came. Ain't that something? All the things I just read, it it, it shows all the things he had to go through just to get us back to this relationship. Wow. 400 years before that he came to pass, this was being said. I know that. One of the things that we have to have as believers is being able to be patient and long-suffering because God's going to be glorified at the end of it all. And guess what? It does. It's not painful. It might seem like it because the enemy is a deceiver, but it's not. And that's, a, that's how we get to understand that we have authority on this earth because whatever it seems like, the reality is it's not that. <laughs> yeah. It's God's plan that's already fulfilled in us that we should always look unto to see the promise come to pass and have the endurance and the patience because the word says that Christ endured the cross because of the joy that was set before him. He knew, he had a mental picture, a hope of what was to come. And that's the same way we have to be. God loves us so much, John three sixteen, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That is what Jesus did for us. He was that begotten son that God, because of his love for us, he saw that we felt naked. We felt ashamed, but he said, I'm going to bring my son and the disconnect. He's going to save what was lost. And you can get the whole story about Jesus. When you look at Luke, Mark, Matthew, and John, St. John, you know, cause you got, two other Johns in the Bible, so, so you don't get confused. St. John is right in between the Gospels, and you can read those, and you get the whole story unfolding, who Jesus is from birth all the way into his death and his resurrection. It's awesome. It's a story of, of many miracles he's done to the point the Bible doesn't even, it doesn't even declare all the miracles because it be, would be too many to, to put in there. It would be a whole other book. But it, it talks about him in Scripture, how how this man, this one man was counted himself to be equal with God and God to him because that let us statement 
in the beginning in Genesis tells us everything. It's it unfolds most of what we need to live this life and let us let us the make man in our image is awesome, but that let us is a very awesome statement that God made in the beginning. Amen. And in John one, we're just going to go into John one and read a few verses in John one. It says in John one, one in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life. And the life was the light of man, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And I'm just going to stop right there. So it's saying here that this word that was made at the beginning, we know essentially it's Jesus, right? And it says that he was the light of man. And because he was, he shineth in darkness. So we often say, why is the world the way it is, you know? Why, why is it that if God loves the world so much, bad things are happening to me or to hurricanes, other people, innocent people, kids are starving, all these other things. But now we now know what happened. In Genesis 3, it started. It happened. It happened. It, it, it happened when that whole fall happened we saw things changing and the 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 earth itself even because steve has a great explanation of what even happened to the earth as a result of our disobedience oh so what really happened to the earth because of our disobedience because man had dominion man had dominion over the earth so now when man gave his dominion to the serpent the earth now is in violation with man because man had the dominion. So he gave his dominion over to the serpent who was the author of sin. So now everything on earth is walking in this same thing and it's causing the earth to, to, um, to be, to be um, out of dysfunction, I would might yeah, say, or it causes the earth to be in dysfunction or it causes it to be in disarray or even cause it to be out of balance, you know, because of, the dominion that was given to Adam, he now placed it over to the serpent. And so now we need the balance to be restored. Hallelujah. In the man name Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus restored the balance. Hallelujah. You know, and he restored the balance. And he he went through life trying to understand and build relationship, the relationship that was severed when dominion was given over. And so because of that, so Jesus walked among us. He lived among us. He talked among us and he even prayed with us. He ate with us. He did all these things with us to build this relationship that we we all need. We all need to know because this is the love that God has sent to us. Hallelujah. You know, and it's awesome to know that that begotten son, you know, that one begotten, his only begotten son, that whosoever believe. Hallelujah. Should not perish, but have everlasting life. So he gave him over. So just that we might live. Hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? Man. That is so awesome. And it, it was it was counted for in Hebrews, it talks about it was counted faith for those that were in the Old Testament and they're seeing this world falling apart and but still trusting God because they trusted God. It was counted to them faith. It was it was righteousness to them because they believed God. And now we have Jesus. If we believe Jesus, 
in the New Testament, that he lived in this earth. He was born, he lived, he died, was buried, and he resurrected in power. If we believe that, we get to partake in that which was lost, that Man. relationship, that intimacy, that closeness. We don't have to sacrifice uh, uh, all kinds of animals. Just no to, goats, no cattle, just no to, oxen, just no, to get no to burning, God. no incense, no none of those things. That we don't have to make burnt offerings. We don't have to make offerings because the offering was Jesus. Hallelujah! You know, it's His blood that's on the altar that shed for us. You know, it's His blood that shed abroad for us in Jesus. And it's awesome to know that when he walked with on the earth, he walked with such an understanding and knowing the issues and the problems and then firsthand seeing the issues and the problems and dealing with it. Wow. It's awesome. You know, and it, it's awesome because now this it's a fight now to to get us in right standing and balance the balance, the order of balance. And so while we try to fit ourselves to be in this picture of this story, but when our story has tries to meet his story, it's 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 awesome to know that we are not the superstar. You know, we are not the Superman. Dun, 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 dun. No, it's not us. It's Jesus. Yeah. He's the one with the S on his cape, not us. But we're in him. Amen. So we are one with him. That Amen. is that's the best part. And it says here in John 1. Verse 14, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And this is what we're talking about. Jesus being here. And we beheld his glory and the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. He was full of grace and truth. We have now entered into this grace relationship where, yeah, you did. That was wrong. And sin entered in and it was bad. But grace says, hey, it's all forgiven. It's it's all right. I love you no matter what you do. I'm chasing after you. I've always loved you. Before. When I created, when I say let us make man, you were part of that plan. I love you. That's grace. And the truth is just the word when we see it unfold and prophecies coming to pass through the word that Jesus is going to come and he's going to be the savior of the world. Yeah. How awesome is that? And you know what? It brings to mind John 14 and six, when it says, Jesus declares, I am the way I am the truth and I am the life. And no one comes to the father except through me. And that's important because, you know, we can always say, I love God. I love God. I love God. I love God. But that relationship with Adam and Eve and God was severed. So now God made flesh. John 1 and 1 spoke of. Now he's saying, I'm here. I'm here to establish relationship with you and to understand what issues and problems you have. And I'm going to rectify it. I'm going to fix it. No more condemnation. No more condemnation in you, in, but that you walk in Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, to be set free is a wonderful thing. I mean, Jesus is also one of those that we we can go in depth about. We can go deep and talk about who he is. But like my husband said, when we look in the word and we just see the gospels, we see Jesus and we're reminded that as Jesus is in this world, so are we. The miracles, the signs, the wonders, the desire to, to restore relationship. And even in in Romans, uh, we see Apostle Paul saying that, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power unto salvation for them that believe. So we see that it's the gospel is the good news that, hey, guys, 
Harold, Harold, like there's some good news. Amen. Like the news is that our relationship is restored and now we walk in power. The same resurrection power in Christ is now in us and we get to walk in that. How awesome is that? That is, that is the good news that we continue to share. And it's through Jesus Christ that we get that relationship. Yes, yes. understanding Jesus and understand the life that he lived and what he did. And the promise that he made for us, you know, and all that, you know, it, it's something to know that this is just 33 years that Jesus walked. 33. He walked. 33 years in just that short time. Just that short time, he created the avenue for us. And he took everything for us and bore it for us. That's awesome. That's awesome to know. And um, we stand, you know, we stand here acknowledging that Jesus is Lord for us and we we live and to know. And so I, I, this question that I ask for those who are listening and those who, who, who might not hear it today, but tomorrow or later, do you know who Jesus is? And if you don't know who Jesus is, this is the time, the time right now to understand that Jesus is Lord. And I read that scripture that the only way to him is through, the only way to the Father is through the Son. And so you got to know who Jesus is. So I convey this to you. If you have not given your life over to Christ, you have not turned from your ways, I commend you this prayer as we bow heads or however you may do it. Close your eyes. You may keep your eyes open. Father, Lord, you can pray with me if this is the opportunity for you. Lord Jesus. I know that you are the one. And for me, I come before you, laying down everything, and I give it all unto you because you are the one, the one who went to the cross on Calvary, the one who rose from the dead. And, Lord, because I believe that, I know truly that you are the one true living God. And I thank you for my life. And I give my life unto you. I forget all those things that I left behind this world had offered me. And I now claim you as my Lord and as my Savior. And if you believe that in your heart, just say amen. Amen. It's an awesome thing to know Jesus and know that that second part of that let us equation, that second part is what God was talking about from past to present into the future. We saw it evidently in the word, in the gospels. The second part is Jesus. He was spoke of in Isaiah 400 years before, and now he walked among us. And then he went to the cross and he died so that we might have that life and life more abundantly, as the word speaks of. So in that, Know this, if you've given your life to Christ, the only book that you need to read is the Bible because it talks about anything and everything you need to know that can keep your life in, hidden in him. It's the, it's the mysteries of God being unlocked. It's the mysteries of God being foretold. And here it is given to us. And we, we give God thanks because now you're a new creature. Amen. Amen. Old things have passed away. Behold, look at new. this. You knew. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. New things are coming. Yes. It's so exciting. Yes. We thank God for you. And we know that the heaven rejoices when one of us gets saved. And we're rejoicing even on this earth, just thanking God that one more has come into the kingdom of God. So we bless you all. Thank you for listening today. And we look forward to the next episode when we talk about who is the Holy Spirit. Here on Livecast. I'm Steve. I'm Denai. And we're out. Awesome, y'all. We're out. <laughs> we have one more thing to say. Jesus is Lord. <laughs>